Hello and welcome to The Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game. Public enemies who try to destroy our America. With his faithful valet Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with racketeers and saboteurs risking his life that criminals and enemy spies will feel the weight of the law by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in the thrilling adventure, The Sentinel of Death. The Green Hornet strikes again. Reading Munitions Factory was working 24 hours a day, turning out vast quantities of materials for victory. A whole community had sprung up where just a few months before there had been cornfields and cow pastures. Hundreds of small workers' homes lined new streets. There were shops and stores, all of them conducted by the company for the benefit of the workers. Girls in slacks and men in overalls came and went through the tall, well-guarded gates. Tom Eden stepped to the newsboy by the gate as he was on his way to work. He bought a paper. Same old stand every day, huh, Jimmy? You bet, Mr. Eden. But as soon as I'm old enough, I'll be working inside that plant. That's a ticket, Jimmy. Here you are. Thanks, Mr. Eden. Sentinel paper, extra paper. Get the It seemed casual enough the way Tom Eden bought his daily paper on the way to work, but there was keen interest in the eyes of two men who sat in a car a short distance away. Kruger, you saw that, didn't you? Yes, that was Tom Eden who bought the paper. He's one of the men I spoke about. Uh, I hope he doesn't get shifted to some other department today. He won't, I'm sure of it. And no matter if he does. No matter? No. I'm quite sure that there are enough of the special copies of the Daily Sentinel and the Clarion to do our work for us and do it well. Should we wait around here? No. Better not to. What about the kid? I'm confident that we can take care of him when the time comes. Start the car.
workers were at their many jobs inside the vast plant. Machinery hummed in the usual way. Light trucks carrying completed goods moved quickly from place to place. And there was no hint of the disaster that was soon to strike. It came in a place that was watched by the sharp eyes of Tom Eden. It came suddenly, violently. Fire! <coughs> What's in this room? Gas, smoke, and flames. Where's that sprinkler? <coughs> Fire extinguisher. The room seemed filled with flames. By the time the automatic sprinklers broke into play, the fire was a raging inferno. Explosion was followed by fire at the munitions factory, where every precaution had been taken to avoid such disaster. Get back there! They outside the ropes! Let the doctors through! Get back! Firefighters, police, and excited people rushed to the scene. Ed Lowry and Gail Manning, in spite of their reporter cards from the Daily Sentinel, could get no closer to the Reading Munitions Factory than the ropes that held back the surging crowd. Can you feature that, Ed? We come out here to get a sweetness and light story about the new beauty parlor for women workers, and we get into an explosion. Yeah, it looks like some of the women on those stretches won't want any more beauty treatments. Oh, Ed, don't be crass. Look out, Gail. Here's another ambulance. We've been here for two hours, and all we can write so far is there's been an explosion and many lives lost. Maybe we should phone Axford to come out. He was a cop once. He might be able to talk to someone. Oh, the boss sent him upstate in that investigation, remember? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Hey, there's that guy O'Brien from the Clarion hanging over the ropes, same as we are. But this is serious. (laughs) The boss is saving that front page space with a beauty story, but we haven't got anything else to put in it. We can't even find out what... (laughs) Hey, Sarge! No use, lady. You can't come over them ropes. Want the sabotage, Doyle? I got no time to talk, Larry. Sabotage my foot. Every time something happens in a munitions factory, you think it's sabotage. It was sabotage, as sure as I'm a top-flight reporter. Oh, top-flight, eh? Well, you can't even get a tumble from the cops. Yeah, we can go back to the boss and see what he says. Oh, here comes another ambulance. Oh, oh, oh! Gail, what on earth are you doubled up like that for? Oh, the shock, the excitement. Quick, the ambulance. Oh, Gail, for the love of Mike, what's Hey, up? what's going on here? Oh, quick, officer. You'll have to take this woman. Okay, I'll get her in, in quick. Oh. Easy, does it now? Okay, oh, easy. Easy. that's it. Okay, let's get going. My sacred aunt. She's up to something. Britt Reed, publisher of the Daily Sentinel, had Gunnigan, the city editor, on the dictaphone. Kill the beauty parlor story, Gunnigan, and hold space on page one for a follow-up on the munitions blast. Lowry's covering it. He won't be able to write anything. I can't hold space much longer. Gail Manning's with him. They're bound to have something. But they won't. Well, Lowry just came in, Gunnigan. Call me back. Okay. Was it sabotage? Well, I, I don't know, boss, but look, it's about Gail. What about her? Where is she? Well, listen, I, I don't know exactly where she well, is. I'm I... right here. Gail, for the love... Are you all right? Smiling, you're not hurt. <laughs> no, Mr. Reed, I didn't get that close to the plant. But I don't have much to write about. Now, wait a minute, you two. An explosion in a munitions plant in wartime is a story. Gunnigan's holding up the edition. Sure, it's a story, boss. But we couldn't get near a soul. 
Couldn't even get past the ropes. Oh, speak for yourself, John. I got past the ropes. You did? Well, go on, Miss Manning. Yeah, she pulled a fast one. Well, you couldn't have done it. Please, Miss Manning. Well, I got in an ambulance, Mr. Reed. It was the last one to leave, and some men were in it to be treated for shock. What did you find out? Tom Eden was in the ambulance. You remember him? That printer we had here. Say, he got a war job. Well, he was right in the storeroom of the factory where the fire started. He was? Did you get his story? Not much, but I made a contact. Was Tom hurt? No, except for a few bruises. Mm -hmm. And he'll be sent home after he's treated? You expect so. Well, that guy won't know anything. Well, write up what you have, both of you, then go and call on Tom Eden. Get what you can from him. Take Miss Manning, Laurie. Oh, now, Mr. Reed. It was I who got the lead. Please let me handle it alone. Come on, Dodgers. This is something that calls for a man with experience. The authorities might shush him up. And you'll find a way to get to him? That's where experience counts. Oh, like getting through the guards at the scene of the disaster, I suppose. <laughs> Go on, both of you. But before you leave, give something to a rewrite so Gunnigan can close the next edition. <laughs> Is that all you got? Now you'll let me down. I got space to fill. Hold it, Gunnigan. That's just the starter. Manning and I are on the way to see Tom Eden. When we come back, we'll have a real story. You hope. Yeah, we hope. Now, look here, Tom. You know Gail and me. Surely you can tell us something, can't you? Well, there's not much to tell, Lowry. If I knew what caused the fire, if I knew anything about it, you know I'd tell you, even though the police warned me well, not how to. long were you in the factory before it started, Tom? Mm, well, go, go right back to the beginning, before you went in the plant. Oh, let's see. Well, I'd been a special guard in one of the storerooms. I was on my way to work. Sentinel paper, latest war news. Get your war news here, hello, folks. Oh, hello, Miss. Hello, Mr. Eden. Here's the latest. Just out. Ah, fine. Here you are. Thanks. Paper, extra, extra paper. Oh, I mentioned the paper because it seemed to me the paper had something to do with it. The authorities thought I was shell-shocked or something. Go on, Tom. You know how it is, Larry. Being a newspaper man, you sort of get in the habit of noticing small things. Anyway, I went on the job guarding one of the rooms where there were chemicals stored. Explosive stuff. What about the paper? I read all of them, then put them aside to unpack my lunch. Next minute, the whole stack of papers were in flames. I never saw such hot flames couldn't get near. By the time the sprinkler started working, the fire had spread all over. It was, well, it was like burning gas. I ran up, and then I heard the explosion. That's all I know. When you came to, then what? Well, that was in the ambulance. I guess it was all my fault. I should have done something. Oh, but what could you have done, Tom? I don't know. Could have done something besides losing my head the way I did. Oh, well, don't feel so badly about it, Tom. But what do you think caused it? Surely you weren't smoking. Lowry, anyone who smokes in a factory like that is just fit for the lunatic asylum. And he'd land in Alcatraz. And what could it have been? I don't know. Fires are funny things. You never know. 
Uh, there must be some reason. Uh, oh, here come the cops to investigate some more. You'd better get out, Ed. The back way. They gave me strict orders not to talk to anyone. <laughs> but being an old news hound, I had to give out to you. Oh, thanks, Tom. Come on, Gail. We'll beat it. Don't see how much of this we can publish. Be seeing you, Tom. <laughs> Look, I'm driving your car. I'm your chauffeur. There's no use trying to get any closer to the plant, Gail. Oh, come on, Ed. What's the use? The ropes are still up and there's a heavy guard. But we might get a cop to talk oh, to. Wait a minute. I'd like to see that clearing. Boy, paper. Paper, sir? Yeah, clearing. In fact, give me all of them. We'll study the competition. Here you are, sir. Yeah, thanks, kid. Paper, paper, get your... Hey, buddy, here, you can't park there. Just a minute, I want to see the headlines. Well, read them somewhere else. This is no parking lot. Okay, okay, officer. Ah, oh, the mean thing. Yeah, we'll go around the block. Let me get one of those papers, Ed. I'll see what there is. Yeah, uh, here. I'll toss the rest of them back in the seat. There's a place parked down there. Oh, yeah. Not much of a story here. They're throttling most of the facts. Look, they gave O'Brien a byline. Yeah? <laughs> oh, I'd have my name on my story, too, if I'd found anything to write. Go on, you'll be a toothless hag before you get a byline. <laughs> uh, with scores of people killed, you talk about credit. Read this. Hmm. At noon today, fire and explosion wrecked the heat supply room of the Reading... But he hasn't said anything about... He just generalizes. Don't even say they suspect sabotage. Maybe they don't, wise guy. Now, look, there's a reason for everything. Sir Isaac Newton said it. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Fires to be started by something. Well, Socrates, what started the one in the Reading plant today? Hmm. I wish I knew. I'd write about it. Oh, we better phone in what we have. Yeah. Oh, look. This is my clothes coop. A poor thing, but mine own. And I don't like newspapers jammed all over the place behind my head. Hmm. Like I said, Gail, a fire has to be started somehow. Now listen, here's a guy sitting here, see? Just sitting here like this. All of a sudden, a fire starts. The place is ablaze. Well, how did it start? Yeah, how did it? Answer me. Oh, maybe we can go see Tom again. Cops might have told him he was smoking in the subconscious. No, 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 not Tom. He has too much principle to smoke in his powder plant. Hey, what's going on here? Get out, Gail. Open the door while I try to put... I'm Ken. I'm Ken. Where's that blanket you had? Oh, it's under the leg. You can't get it now. Open the door on that side. No, that's the window. Oh, uh, you've got to save the car. It was mine that let oh, it burn. my hair, my hands. Get back quick. I can't crawl out from under the wheel. Here, wrap this coat around you. Now, I'll try to put it out and save the car. Oh, I can't get it open, Ed. Never mind the car. Open it. Smash the door. Hurry. Now, hurry up. Out with you. Don't speaking. This is St. Mary's Hospital. Who? St. Mary's Hospital. St. Mary's. Oh, yes. Mr. Lowry wants to speak to you. Well, put him on. Hey, boss. Please, and I... What's the matter, Lowry? Speak louder, will you? What are you doing at a hospital? We almost got burned in there. Burned? You all right now? Yeah. Did you give the story to the desk? Yeah, I just talked to Gunnigan. How's Gail? Things, but okay. Look, boss, can you come over here? 
I'll be right there. Sit tight. Hale was sent home a few minutes ago. But I swear, boss, that car burned up for no good reason at all. And the same goes for the factory. Laurie, uh, you say you bought a paper? Yeah, a lot of them. Same as Tom Eaton. But I don't see how that can mean anything. Mm-hmm. Well, probably it doesn't. But uh, don't say anything about it. Okay. Laurie, uh, you stay here for a while. I'll be in to see you in the morning. Yes, Keto. Got the hornet mask and the gas weapon. We're going places. Hornet mask and the gas? Yes, get them and make it snappy, Keto. We're going out on the Black Beauty. The Green Hornet is going to take up where those two reporters left off. A few minutes later, stepping through a secret panel in the rear of a closet in his bedroom... Britt Reed and Cato went along a narrow passage built within the wall of the apartment house itself. This passage led to an adjoining building which fronted on a dark side street. Though supposedly abandoned, this building served as the hiding place for the sleek, super-powered Black Beauty, streamlined car of the Green Hornet. As they went along the passage, Britt told Cato of what had happened to Lowry and Gale. Poor Miss Manning and Mr. Lowry. Were they much hurt? No, Cato. More shock, I think. Gail's hair was singed. You drive, Cato. We're going to that newsstand outside the entrance to the Reading factory. Cato pressed a button. The great car roared into life. A section of the wall in front raised automatically, then closed as the gleaming black beauty sped out into the darkness and on to its destination. Something in the paper? Yes. Something Lowry told me that's too fantastic to publish. Hey, Chief. Bring your papers here. Yes, sir. Which one, sir? Clarion, Sentinel? All of them. You mean both papers? All you've got. Whole stack. Chief, you're mad. Quiet, son. You're the Green Hornet. That's right. Now pile in here. I need you. But, but I... Take it easy, son. You're not going to be hurt. You sound like a good guy. Come on. You're going to ride in the Black Beauty. Yes, sir. Golly, wait till the gang hears about this. Boy, what a job this car is. What's your name, son? Bill. Bill? That's a good name. Who handles your corner? It's a new guy. He bought out the fellow I had the corner before. Yeah? Yeah. He's easy to work for. 
He told Jimmy and me he'd bring the papers to us to save us coming to his place for them. Oh. You, uh, don't know where his place is, then? No. What kind of a car does he drive? An old Chevy. He's got a B ticket on it. I don't suppose you know the license number. Sure I do. Supposing in the rear. I see it. Cops, they're coming. I'll give them a run. Now listen, Bill. What's that license quickly? BC 9918. You have the book? I have it. See whose license it is. Name and address. That's the address we want. Yes, sir. All right, here we go. <laughs> Sure? I was sure of anything in my life. That's the green horn moved away from that plant. What do you suppose he was doing? Picked up that newsboy. What? Step on it. Pull up here. That turn on the avenue got rid of the police for the time being. I hear Take these papers to the laboratory. Yes, sir. You can get there in a few minutes. Examine them. But what do you... Never mind me. I have the gas weapon. You know the chemical tests to use on the papers. I'll make out a report and bring it to me. You got all the papers? Yes. And Bill, here's money to cover the papers I bought. You go straight home and stay there. You understand? Yes, sir. Now, the police may question you. I think they saw me pick you up. Uh, I won't say anything. No, you tell them the truth. Tell them just exactly what happened. Tell them the truth. The truth will never get you into trouble. Remember that. Golly, I sure can't understand you. <laughs> Don't try. Now get out of here and go home. All cars on watch for the Green Hornet. The Green Hornet was last seen in vicinity of B and 10th Streets. Car 17... Oh, Mr. Corden, I'll be back here. We can't afford to be trapped here. 29, 31, and 33. Control north of Dome. Cato, better hurry. R12, 9, 8. Cato, hurry. Get in here. The police are throwing out the dragnet. Yes, I, I'm ready. Now, what's the report? Did you examine the papers? Yes, sir. Just what you thought. Motion the papers to delay action. You found the phosphorus? Yes. And hang on. We've got to go through a cordon. There's nothing at all in the newspapers. You might know the government would suppress most facts about the explosion. Yeah, but we've got to send in some sort of a report on the damage that was done. Where's Ilza? Listening to the radio. The last she had was something about the Green Hornet. I know about that. Heard it on the shortwave radio here in the laboratory. 
And I don't like it. All right. Why did the Hornet pick up that newsboy? I don't know. Well, at any rate, the police will trap him. They have a dragnet system. Let me talk to the kid. Where is he? Wait, I'll get him. Hilltop, send the kid in here. Go on, Jimmy. Look here, Mr. Kruger. What's the idea of keeping me in here? Now, Jimmy, relax. Well, I want to go home. Aren't you interested in the chemical experiments we're going to show you? No. Jimmy, sit there. Mr. Heflin, I don't see why you keep me in here. I told you I quit the corner at 7 and turn whatever papers I have over to Bill Jackson. That's what we want to ask about, Jimmy. How many of the early edition did you have left? A lot of them. Uh, and Billy took them? Of course, he always does. We generally sell them out before we peddle the later ones. It's easier than returning them, and most people don't care. I see. Today, everyone bought the latest editions on account of the follow-up stories on the explosion. So Billy had quite a few of the early edition, huh? Kruger, I don't like it. We'd better get in touch with Billy, huh? Yes, we'd better. Yes, the Green Hornet's caught. Is that it? No, the Green Hornet is not caught. He broke through the cordon. What? What? I think I'd like to know this Green Hornet. Jimmy. Does Billy know about us? I don't know, and I don't care. I'm going home. Sit down. I won't. I don't have to. Sit down. Take it easy. You let me go, do you hear? Let me go. What's the big idea, anyway? Here's some rope. I'll tie him. You just try it. Is this necessary? More than this will be necessary before we're through with this kid. He's just a boy. He's old enough to serve his country. His country is not our country. Shut up, Hilda. Well, that's it. You're spying. Why, you dirty... That'll do. Green Hornet. So you're in with them, Stand too. Stand Drop that rope. Captain Kruger, do something. Get him. I'll show him. Not so fast. That gun. Look out. You, too. Now, my friend, drop that weapon. Be quick. Holy mackerel. You knocked him out with that. You'd better drop that gun, young lady. You'll be here with him. Yes, we'll see about that. I... My friend in back of you was also armed with a gas weapon. These guys are crooks. They tried to keep Save me it, here. Save it, kid. turn these lights off. Look, you can't be one of them. Neither could anyone else with a spark of judgment. The Third Reich's a bad risk. Why'd you turn out those lights? Cops are on my heels. You come out the window with me. This way. But I... As soon as you're in the street, you can go home. Order the police. They'll be glad to hear what you have to tell them. I hear the police now. Yes. All right, I fixed things. The door. I locked it. While they smash it, we scram. Gentlemen, in the name of the law, let's go. All right, what's more? Shoot at the first sign of trouble. All right, the Hey, look where my flashlight is. It's fallen all over the floor. Here's the switch. Great guns. Three of them. Two men and a girl. Stand clear, you guys. Let me get the pictures. Lowry. Hey, where'd you come from? Never mind the clothes. I had to borrow them to get out of the hospital. Oh, what's this? A wholesale murder? Lowry, you're bad news. Save it. I heard things happening on the radio. Saw your car in front. Hey, look. This guy's the Green Hornet. Mask and all. Don't bet on it. But the mask. Wait. Wait a minute. Put the stack of papers. There's a note on him. Hold on, Lowry. That's evidence. Get your hands off. Well, all right then, smart guy. Read this. Yes, he... Come on, mister, we got you. You're the Green Hornet. Oh, you're crazy. What happened? All right, you're coming. And you too. Hey, here's a pile of newspapers the Hornet brought in. Hey, throw them out the window. Get rid of them. They're flammable. We know all about them, Ratface. They're dipped in some chemical stuff. When they get good and dry and then they're handled some, they bust into flames. Keeping these damp, there'll be swell evidence against you. And everything in this laboratory will tie up to you. Head to the munitions fire. By golly, so you're the Hornet, eh? Unmasked at last. Nothing but a foreign agent. You can't pin that on me. I'm not the Hornet. You're right about that. The Hornet left that message for you, Copper. You can check with the chemist on these papers. And it says here to check with Jimmy. If you need help in making a case against these three, call on me. We don't need your help. And, Laurie, what for you put... I know, I know. What we publish. Don't worry. Mr. Reed knows we should be subdued. But you can bet your bottom dollar that we're going to say that you guys followed the Green Hornet and got these three. 
Hey, that's right. Where is the Green Hornet? We puddled him in here. Doesn't an open window mean anything to you? Huh? There. That's his car. Well, let me look. Uh, hang it all. There he goes. Out the alley, back of the building. He's got away again. just heard the adventure, Sentinel of Death. These exciting dramas are sent to you each week at this same time. They are copyrighted features of the Green Hornet Incorporated. All characters, names, places, and incidents used in this drama are purely fictitious. Bob Height speaking. This program has come to you from the studios of WXYZ in Detroit. This is the Blue Network.